It's episode 203 of Vegas Revealed. Guy Fieri is having a huge food festival tailgate on Super Bowl Sunday, and you're invited. Sounds fun. Also, I had a big Saturday night in Vegas. I hit three hot spots in a row. My takeaways and a great Vegas tip if you go out with a big group. Plus, the questions just keep rolling in about Blake Shelton's new honky-tonk on the Strip, and we have answers for you. That and much more this week on Vegas Revealed. Let's get to it and spin that wheel. Welcome to Vegas Revealed, episode 203. Sean McAllister here, along with Dana Roselli. And Dana, are you still recovering from your big, crazy weekend? It took two days to recover, I'm not going to (laughs) lie. I got home at 3.45 a.m. on Saturday, and let me tell you, it takes some time to get back on track. Sunday was horrible. (laughs) And then Monday was a little rough, but um, Tuesday hit and I feel like a whole new person again. Well, I know we had a meeting on on Monday and you were like, you know, I'm not going to lie. I could have used another day. (laughs) (laughs) I really could have. It was a lot. Yeah. I mean, I had a great time. We did a bachelorette for my friend. Um, I had some takeaways that you want to do that now or you want me to get to it a little bit later? It depends what you want to do. Well, let's just do it now. How about that? Had a bachelorette, uh, some friends from San Francisco, Seattle, Orange County, all came in. There were like nine of us. Um, but they stayed, a bunch of them, there were only two of us that were here in Vegas. They stayed at the Sahara. Upon my recommendation, it was near where I lived, and I figured they're coming in for one night, and it's like a smaller, more boutique hotel. I felt like they could run down and get a Starbucks, or they have that like um, other little cafe there, and then they have the sit-down breakfast and lunch spot. Um, And I thought we were going to a lot of places like up and down the Strip. So, um, you know, it was good there. Everything went fine. They had to pay a little extra, I think, for an early check-in because they got in early. The rooms were were nice. The bathrooms were a little outdated and very bright yellow, but it was fine. They were happy with it. <laughs> um, the one hiccup there was the elevators are so small in this Blanca Tower. So I don't know if you guys, oh. um, if you ever stay there and you plan, just be aware. The elevators, you know, it's an older hotel. You know, yeah. the Sahara's been there for a long time, expected. But there was a hiccup where it was not getting off on certain floors. We were all trying to head to dinner. It kept going up, down, up, down. And then oh, it no. kept opening. And you know when you see the same people waiting? Yeah. Because you're like, (laughs) anyway, it was kind of a little bit of a nightmare, but I wanted to say thank you to the Sahara because my friends went to the desk and brought up how it was an issue. It made us a little late for dinner. Um, it was kind of frustrating, this and that, and they refunded their resort fees. So they, they oh, made that's good nice on of them. That. Yeah, that's so good. I thought yeah. that was good. Um, but it was good over there. Listen, so there from there, we went to Super Frico. We had dinner at Super Frico at the Cosmopolitan. Have you ever been there? I've not. Yeah, well, it's put on by the folks at Spiegel World. They do Absinthe, you know, very funny, creative, talented show, yep. among others uh, here in town, um, Atomic Saloon over at uh, Palazzo. Anyway, it's a, you know, it's great because you can have dinner there and they have like little shows that kind of happen throughout the night and different characters and and they come out, I don't know, like maybe like every 20 minutes, half hour and do a little thing and it's fun and the restaurant, you know, kind of plays along and cheers and it's fun. Uh, So I wanted to have a little bit more of 
experience. We had a great dinner there. Uh, they were wonderful. The food was really, really good. My only um, thing is, like, we kind of left there a little hungry because they didn't have, like, bread baskets or anything like that, which is fine. Not every restaurant needs to have a bread basket, right? But I just wish the waiter, like, would have said to us, like, hey, if I were you guys, since you've got a party of nine, like, I'd order a couple appetizers or something like that. We weren't sure. Um, we were hungry, so we wanted to get right to our main meal. So I think everyone was, like, thinking... You know, order a salad and then the main meal. But I don't know, maybe a little more guidance from the wait staff. Yeah, but which is never a bad thing. Never a bad thing, um, but it's hard with a large party, you know. Um, other than that, we had a fabulous time, and um, they treated us really well. It was cute. If you go and they know it's your bachelorette, they brought out Jessica, this bar- car Barbie car with a Barbie in it. They had like a unicorn little <laughs> hat on and it had a drink in the passenger seat for her, like a special drink. That's cute. It was really cute. So they do some special things. They poured us some champagne. I want to thank everyone over there at Super Frico for making it special. We had a blast and uh, the girls from out of town loved it. And it was fun to see the reaction to all the things that we did. I, you know, you always think living here, we're just used to it, right? Yeah. And we always have to like take a step back and go, this isn't something people are used to. Well, and it's not normal it's for not other normal. people. I know. What's normal for us is very abnormal. Right. <laughs> <laughs> it's so true. Like it's super frequent. I'm like, oh well, there's a guy dressed as a big bear <laughs> shaking his his booty toward the table uh to the beat. <laughs> And that's just a normal day in Vegas. And and you think nothing of it. Nothing of it. You're like, oh, there's that. (laughs) Anyway, we had a blast. We went over to the Excalibur after that, and we um, went to Thunder from Down Under. The the girls love that, too. The thing is, is each of the things we did were, like, so different. Right. You know, because now we're in in this room, and they're, like, laughing. And, you know, we were just saying, it's just, it's literally like like going, like, watching the movie Magic Mike, right? It's like that you're in this room, and all these other women are there. And, guys, we were saying there were so many couples there, too, actually. Were there really? A lot of couples and girls and guy friends. Yeah. Um, And we were like, wow. Interesting. A great mixed crowd. And... Everyone loved it. And there was a girl that got caught up on stage, uh, called up on stage. And you know what? This was the moment of her life. And we were just like, you could look, because who knows where she's from, right? Like maybe, I don't know, a place, Miz- Iowa, Missouri, <laughs> yeah, whatever, Missoula. I don't know. But she had this glow on her face and this smile. We were like, this is making this girl's life. And next to her, <laughs> like next to us was like her mom and grandma. So I don't know. And they were loving it too. And they were loving it too, cheering her on, like, get it, girl, you know, like all this stuff. (laughs) Meanwhile, this guy's like, you know, got her on stage. He's, you know, making her like touch his chest and turning around and shaking things and moving things. And her face was, she was on cloud nine. And I thought, this is making my night seeing her have so much fun. Absolutely. It It, it, is a (laughs) Vegas experience that will not be forgotten. Never. And, you know, it's so true. So anyway, our group loved it. And they just said that was so much fun. Like the music, the crowd, everything. So we had a blast there. It was really good. And then from there, we went to the win for um, we went to Excess Nightclub. Oh, yeah. Wow. Yeah. So I was thinking dinner, a show. And that would be like, (laughs) no, for, for me, that's like a night. No, the show started at 10. We went to dinner at 630. Oh, jeez. And now we just got out of the show. It's 1130. Okay. And um, and by the way, we love Thunder. Jessica got pictures with the guys and stuff. She waited in line. It, it's a whole thing. Thunder, there is... 
there is a reason and a need that we have. It's important that we have three male review shows in town. And they're all very different. Because they're packed. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, anyway, yes. No, the night was not over. We were going to Excess Nightclub now. Jeez. It's like midnight, okay? Like 12, 15. So we go to Excess. <laughs> Kindly, um, I knew someone at the door who said, you guys, since it's a big group, we, you can sit at this table. So we we're like, thank goodness. But listen, then we got there. We had a freaking blast. We were there for like three and a half hours. Oh, my Lord. Griffin was the DJ. Great tunes, mixing up like all sorts of, you know, new stuff. I mean, there were some Taylor Swift songs in there. Um, everything was like super modern, like great DJ. The whole place was going nuts. Um, and it was so much fun and they encouraged like, oh yeah, like, you know, stand up on the, you know, stand up on the booth, you know, chairs and stuff like that. So my friends were standing and dancing and the whole nine, we had such a good time. Uh, the drinks were flowing. They brought out a little sign that said, congratulations for Jessica. What a pleasure. If you, and I just can't believe Sean, when we walked in there, it, this was January 20th, like really not much going on in Vegas, yeah. you know? It wasn't like one of our huge, huge weekends. And it was packed, packed inside and outside. Jeez. Excess is one of the best nightclubs in the country, if not the world. People talk about it all the time. And, you know, again, now I see why. I told you I went there to see the chain smokers and I had a blast too. Yep. So listen, I do recommend Excess if you get a chance. Um, we still need to go try a bunch of other ones, which I, you know, that's my 2024 goal is to hit Zook and other ones that I haven't been to in a while. Um, but I, I can only do, can you only do space this. space it out. One a quarter. One per quarter. <laughs> <laughs> so anyway, I was feeling it. Anyway, we Ubered and uh, all around. It was very easy. We had two groups, um, enjoyed the night. And I just... I just had a blast. Later in tips, I've got a great tip, though, for everyone that's coming in with a group of people. Okay. Yeah, an app that I discovered. All right, good. Coming up soon. Well, I'm glad it was a good time. I'm glad the out-of-towners saw Vegas through the filter that they're supposed to see Vegas. They did. And Jessica, congratulations. I hope you're recovered. (laughs) Well, uh, something that we have received a ton of questions about and social media interaction on is the opening of Old Red. This is Blake Shelton's new honky tonk uh, right there in front of the horseshoe at Flamingo and Las Vegas Boulevard. It has been packed since the doors opened on January 15th. Lines out the door, people just waiting to get in. Uh, But the one question that we have received the most attention on is about table 777. Right. So, I mean, first of all, we had like our kind of recap video go a little bit viral on all our sites, you know, our Vegas revealed sites like TikTok and, and Instagram. And so I was like, oh, let me just do one of the specific 777, right? And that one is flying off the charts with questions and comments and everyone wants to know all these things. And um, we keep talking like, what's the answer to this? And so since we did all the research to, I like to answer people's questions if I see them, you know, we do, we always do that. Um, So now we're like, well, we might as well talk about it. But you're right. 777 is the best view in the house. It's on the rooftop patio. It's right on the corner. You can see to the, the south of the strip, to the north, across to the west. It's gorgeous. So one of the big things people want to know, do you have to reserve it? Well, 
For the time being, the answer is no. However, that's going to change when the weather gets nice. Yeah. Right now, when the patio, the rooftop patio on the fourth level is open, it is uh, open scene. First come, first serve up there. So if it's open and they have a server assigned to that area, chances are you can ask for it and be seated there. However, when the weather warms up, uh, that is not going to be the case. That uh, is going to be something that requires a reservation to sit there. A food and beverage minimum will apply, and you probably should speak with a VIP manager if that is something uh, that you're going to want to do yeah. once it gets to be, you know, mm. hardcore patio weather. Right. I mean, we're going to be in the 60s later this week, though. We're we get, are. We're inching toward that, right? I know, and it's going to be beautiful <laughs> sitting in the sun. Yeah, but no, yeah, that, um, so because Old Red is walk-ins only, so no, they don't take reservations for seats for food and stuff like that, so I think that's why people were curious, like, well, you can't make a reservation, but I assume you would have to make a reservation for 777, and like you just said, they're they're going to eventually have to do that because yeah. it's going to be, you know, the place to be. By the way, uh, VIP manager Kevin Riga did put his email out there um, on some of his social media saying, hey, you can book the table through me. So it's K-R-E-G-A at com. if you want to book 777 and you're coming out in the future. Check in with him. Uh, Kevin seems really open to having people message him and and, and booking it up. And by the way, I know Old Red is going to be busy uh, during Super Bowl, and they've calculated that they are two miles from Allegiant Stadium, which right. is within walking distance. Yeah. It's really good. It's funny you say that. I just had a uh, text from a friend today that said, hey, I keep seeing stuff about Old Red all over social media. And apparently it's only 250 bucks to watch the Super Bowl. Honestly, that's not bad. That's not bad. (laughs) Yeah, it's not. And I'm sure they have other stuff stuff that comes with it, right? Like some food and stuff like that. So yeah, look into that if you're looking for a spot for the Super Bowl. So uh, those that's the answer to uh, the most common question we've received about Old Red. But Dana, speaking of Super Bowl, there's we're like going fast and furious Mm -hmm. toward February 11th. We are. And then we got a lot of little updates that we wanted to mention. And and I want you to talk about, I know you just went to um, a big event for all the volunteers because your husband is volunteering on Super Bowl Sunday. He's going to be, well, he's not volunteering. He's actually got one of the paid jobs and he's volunteering. What's he doing? Well, he signed up to be a volunteer. However, when he went to uh, book his time slots to volunteer, like they were all taken. Mm. People are taking this volunteering for the Super Bowl crazy serious. So yeah. the other night there was uh, essentially like a pep rally right. for the 7,000 local volunteers here in Las Vegas who are taking part in uh, all of the Super Bowl festivities, Super Bowl week. Um, they're going to be stationed up and down the strip. There's people uh, who are going to be greeting guests at the airport as they come in. There's a lot of things. But um, this pep rally it was really interesting because there were some NFL partners, people mm-hmm. who go around every year to different cities, partner with the NFL on the Super Bowl experience. And some of those people spoke at this pep rally and they were like, you know what? I've just got to say something here and not blowing any smoke, but this is the most enthusiastic crowd of volunteers that we have ever seen in any Super Bowl city. Wow. 
which makes sense because Las Vegas is such a hospitality-minded town. It was just really good for outsiders to come in and see how passionate people are about Las Vegas and about making sure that visitors have such a great time here. Yeah, really, really interesting. And when you were telling me that there are volunteers from 44 states and 20 countries coming in, I was like, wait, what? It's not just locals? No. So there's 7,000 local volunteers. When they open that up, I think they received double the number of uh, applications to be a volunteer. Um, so on top of those 7,000, yeah, there's international volunteers coming in to pull off Super Bowl. And that's what they were saying. They're like, you don't understand what a big undertaking it is Mm -hmm. to put on this event and to support an event of this size. Um, so that just gives you a, a glimpse into, what it does take to make this happen. And I firmly believe Las Vegas is going to pull it off so smoothly and people are going to have the best time here. Oh, it's going to be great. I love that everyone wants to volunteer, be at the Super Bowl, and they want to do it in Las Vegas. You know, it really is like a combination of the both the best worlds, right? It is. Um, We've also found out the NFL Honors is taking place at Resorts World the Thursday before the Super Bowl. So that's always a big event as well. Uh, We know that week, of course, we've talked about the NFL experience. Um, Usher's going to be doing a little halftime uh, press conference that Sean and I uh, will hopefully be yet. Uh, we've got our passes almost to the, uh, uh, we got assigned and approved. We're almost there. Um, but it's, it's quite, <laughs> that too is very involved to get our yeah, background press, checks. Yeah, There's lots. That FBI look that's why it's taking long. The FBI is looking into you. Oh boy. <laughs> what are they going to find? <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> I don't know. I guess I'll find out. Right. <laughs> um, but yeah, things are going up the Paramount mountain in front of the Mirage. Um, the signs and marquees are doing the countdown all along the strip. It's an exciting time. Yeah. Over at Allegiant stadium, uh, there's work inside going on. There's, um, rigging going up that is going to be part of the Super Bowl production mm-hmm. inside. Uh, they've put wraps on, uh, the glass windows around the stadium. So it actually looks like the venue for Super Bowl 58. Um, and going along with that, there are road closures around it. Well, and there's the whole village, like the media village yep. that's being set up out behind, uh, Allegiant Stadium as well, but there are road closures around the stadium too. Mm-hmm. And if you want to be kept in the loop on what's open, where you can and cannot go, you can text SBLV to 31996. Okay. Good to know. Those are helpful. I love those text up- updates. Um, they just, it seems like, oh, I don't want more text, but you know what? If you get a heads up on a closure that could affect you, it, it'll change your day. So it does get it <laughs> for the better. <laughs> yeah. Um, something interesting. I was talking with a friend who's coming in uh, from LA to cover the Super Bowl. They do every year. Uh, she works for a, you know, a, a show that's syndicated. Um, but anyway, she was saying, you know what, this whole Super Bowl in Vegas thing is wonderful. And I'm like, why? And she's like, I hope you guys have it more and more every year. And I'm like, what do you mean? And she's like, well, all the Super Bowls that we go to, every event is so spread out, like oh. across Across town. So she's like, uh, you forget, you know, it's like there's all these like, you know, 
luxurious hotels, nice hotels, all different price points on the Las Vegas Strip. And every event is somewhere on that roadway, pretty much. You know what I mean? You're going to the NFL experience at Mandalay Bay. You're going to the NFL honors at Resorts World. So-and-so's having a party at Fountain Blue where all these athletes are going to be. You know, Shaq's party is on the Strip. Um, There's things happening in front of the Luxor. Allegiant Stadium is what, like a few blocks, literally, to the west of the south end of the Strip, right behind Mandalay Bay. She's like, everything's like right here. Like, I don't even, she's like, I can't even handle how much extra time I'm going to have. She said, usually we would have to plan like two hours in advance sometimes because you would get somewhere and you would sit in traffic. Oh you know, you're my You're going gosh. downtown to the convention center. You're going Jeez. back to the hotel. You're going over here to the stadium that's, you know, whatever, a half hour away. And she's like, this is going to be incredible. Well, so, I have a feeling that we're going to be on the monorail quite a bit. Yeah, Super Bowl week. I bet. I bet. And wearing sneakers to get everywhere. Yeah, which exactly. Could, it fits the it fits the event, right? It does. Hey, Joe Coy is coming to T-Mobile Arena. We talked about him recently. He hosted the Golden Globes, and I told you, you know, we love Joe. Joe. Um, he's been on the the local news here with us many, many times. I've seen him perform. I think he is funny. You know, he 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 kind of I don't I don't want to say bombed at the Golden Globes, but he found out ten days before. So just a quick recap there. But then remember we were talking, and I was like, no, but he's doing tours all around the world. He's doing like the O2 Arena. And yeah, now he's coming here to Las Vegas. So don't feel bad for Joe. He's doing all right. <laughs> <laughs> he's coming on April 26th. He'll be at T-Mobile. And uh, pre-sale, let's see, is I think on by the time this podcast drops. Yeah, pre-sale was January 24th. And then tickets um, are on sale on Friday, January 26th. Another entertainment announcement for you, uh, the iconic rock band, The Pixies, have announced their debut performance at the Encore Theater over at Wynn, Las Vegas. This is going to be a two-night engagement on Friday, May 12th, and Saturday, May 13th. Um, I don't ever recall The Pixies playing in Las Vegas. No. They may have, yeah, but they may have. it's not one of those things that stands out in my mind. Like, oh, they've been here mm-hmm. every so often. Yeah, we were just going through some of their music and we're like, oh yeah, I remember that one. Um, yeah, They're very popular. You're right though. I don't remember them like doing a, especially a two-night engagement or anything. So that's interesting. They're going to be in the Encore Theater. I love that. Yeah. Um, and very popular and I know they have a following. So I'm glad to have them in Vegas. Yeah, those tickets are on sale already. Um, And just announced the hometown band, The Killers, are doing an eight-show residency over at Caesars Palace. And we've been saying they need a residency, right? For how long? Forever. I know. And they've been going through, um, you know, on their social media, uh, going through all the songs from their Hot Fuss album because it's the 20th anniversary. So this residency is going to focus around that. They're actually going to do the entire album from beginning to end. And you know the songs, Mr. Brightside, Somebody Told Me, Smile Like You Mean It, Change Your Mind, all those good songs. So that's going to be great. Eight shows at Caesars Palace at the Coliseum, August 14th through the 30th is the window of time that they have the shows. Um, But you can go online and get tickets there. You and I just saw them up in Reno. Yeah, we did. And they were so good. So good. I mean... They always are. They're terrific. They are from Las Vegas, and we we say that all the time, but just in case you didn't know, I think that's why we have a little soft spot for the killers. We do. And this is, by the way, the first time ever 
that they are playing the Hot Fuss album live from start to finish. That is so this cool. is if you are a Killers fan or even if you're on like the periphery of being a Killers fan, mm-hmm. being at one of these shows is going to be a very special moment. Right. Yeah, it really is. I think it's going to be great. And who knows, they may add on if it goes well. You know how that goes, right? I hope so. (laughs) Hey, a quick follow-up. Last week we talked about late-night eating and how we're noticing that a lot of restaurants are closing more at like 9.30, 10, 11 o'clock at the latest, you know? And it used to be more of a 24-hour town, or at least there were more choices for late-night dining. And we had one of our listeners write in um, and and tell us that they appreciated the topic. And I just thought it was interesting. Uh, Eamon wrote in and said, you know what? And I hope I'm, I don't know if it's Eamon or Eamon. I hopefully I'm saying that right. Um, but he says, I'm an American living in the UK and I used to live in LA and visit Vegas, you know, over 30 times. He said when he came in for F1 in November, he got in at 8.30, but by the time that he got to Paris and checked in, there was only one food option and it was sit down only. He said, it's so frustrating when traveling for 12 plus hours that I can't get something quick to go. It's these insane cost-cutting and continued traveler gouging practices that I'm limiting my visits to big events only. So he comes in for F1, March Madness, and things like that, just because he says it is becoming a little bit of an inconvenience. And that's interesting. We need to get something done there. Well, and I think this is a, a very interesting point that people need to hear, that simply by not having food options available, people who would otherwise travel to Las Vegas from far distances Mm -hmm. more than just a couple times a year are cutting their trips down because it's not as convenient anymore. Yeah. So add those conveniences back and you're going to get repeat visitors coming back more often Mm -hmm. than what's happening now. Yeah. I mean, I agree, and I think at least every resort has to have one restaurant. There that's needs open to be a twenty-four hour cafe or something. One, yeah, right, or something. Now it's interesting because you're saying like quick, quick, something quick. So like, you, it's like you need a quick spot. And you need a sit down. Right. At least after 11. I mean, come on. So I don't know. Or have a cafe that has a sit down section and a quick serve section where you can grab a sandwich, right. where you can grab a drink. Maybe there is a, a hot soup that you can grab. Get to go, right. You know, there, there are ways around it where you don't have to have a massive investment in, mm-hmm. you know, people and all of that. Right. It's so funny you say soup because... I don't know why soup I came know, to mind, no. but... Well, here's the deal. When my dad and mom were here, my mother... We went up to Reno, and that's when we saw the killers, and we were doing a work project, and we only went for like 24 hours, so they were still here. And my mom's like, your dad wanted soup. And I went everywhere, and I could not find soup. <laughs> and she's like, I don't know why he wanted soup, but that was what he wanted. And I walked around in circles, and I couldn't find soup, and it's just funny. Oh, I don't my know. gosh. Soup must be on demand. That You thought of it and my dad. Well, maybe it's a Rochester thing, <laughs> an East Coast thing. Uh, let's do our tips. All right, Dana, I know we are leading off tips with something that uh, you discovered during your big bachelorette weekend. Yes. Uh, One of the women said, download this Splitwise app and we can use it through the weekend. And I thought, what's this? Right? You ever heard of it? I've never heard of it. Yeah. Um, So I'm going to make it, I'm going to simplify a little bit. So basically what happens is like you start the weekend, like you name a group, right? We name it Jessica's bachelorette weekend, right? 
So then as things go on, people in, you know, cause when you have like nine people, most of the time it's like, you've got to pick one card to put it on. Correct. Or if you have five people, sometimes it's easier to have one card. So whoever paid for it enters it. Okay. So it'd be like Dana, you know, uh, say I bought it $200 and then we go to the next thing and someone buys, uh, the Uber, Uber, $23 go to the next thing. Um, and then we, you know, um, go to get whatever, uh, to a show and they buy all the tickets and it's like, okay, here we go. $250. So then at the end of the weekend, what it does is it, what do you call it? Uh, where you settle up, it settles up. Sorry. Okay. (laughs) It settles up. So you, you settle up. So then you input. So like if you put in 200, right. Then everyone owes you, it splits it by nine, right? This much, right? But then if someone else bought something, you now owe them, right? So at the end, it calculates oh, all that. Wow. And everyone kind of owes different amounts. It's like I paid, I owed 145 for dinner, but so and so owed me 43 for the tip at excess. So then I only owed 102 or whatever that was. Right, because there's some things that even yes. it out. So it's really great. You settle up at the end. Wow. And then everyone pays their portion to whoever. You can Venmo, you can PayPal, and then done. So this is obviously for things that are a little more complex than just splitting one bill at dinner. This exactly. is if you have multiple things over a period of time where it gets, yeah. the accounting gets a little wonky. It does. Like who's paying for this, blah, blah, blah. And trying to, and then, you know, it's not like the old days where, you know, you had uh, cash on you and everyone's paying each right. other cash because the bill, you know, it's going to be a lot. But in the end, it really splits it up for you and you just settle up the weekend. That is a great yeah. tip. So um, anyway, I, I recommend it. It's interesting. It takes a, a second to kind of absorb it. We were all a little confused for a minute. And then by the end of the weekend, we understood it. And of course, and then it was too late. So now I'm like, now I've got it. Now, <laughs> now I'm going to get it. <laughs> You're ready for the future. Yeah, but it was it was easy to settle up. And now I get it. Splitwise is what it's called. Um, and I'm trying to think like sometimes, yep, it's just called Splitwise. Um, and it's you'll see it. It's green and black in the app. So a light green and a, and a black and a gray. Ooh, that's a good one. I like it. Yeah. Uh, going back to a Super Bowl connected uh, event, Guy Fieri, the mayor of Flavortown, <laughs> is throwing his own Flavortown tailgate in that big parking lot area behind the high roller. That's cool. In that link promenade. Uh, that's being transformed into a, a giant Super Bowl tailgate party. It looks fun. It looks great. I know when we saw the <laughs> rendering of it, you were like, oh my gosh, this looks like the carnival from Greece. It does. <laughs> like, you know, the Ferris wheel and the tables out and the fun things and the little booths of your food. And yeah, I mean, there's going to be all these different restaurants there, um, which is cool. And I think it's going to fit like 10,000 people. Yeah. So it's it's a big space. Um, Guysflavortowntailgate.com is where you want to go. Now, the tickets to get in are free, but you do have to register. So keep that in mind. Just to register so that you can get something in your hand to get you in. Then there are other elevated experiences in there. Like, say, I think it's something like, you know, if you want to hit 10 of the food booths, you can get a ticket for that kind of thing. Yes. And here's the thing. That uh, free entry, you need to register for that on the website. However, if they get to capacity, then you're out of luck. Okay. However, they do have a $20 ticket available, which is a guaranteed entry ticket. 
Great. That doesn't include any food or beverage. That's still a la okay. carte. Perfect. Um, you don't have you, to worry. I'd get that one. Yeah, I would get that too for 20 bucks. <laughs> yeah. Um, they also have a Taste of Flavor Town ticket, which is like 100 bucks. Um, that gets you entry. It gets you 10 tasting vouchers mm. to the oh, uh, food I'm... venues that are set up around and a souvenir passport. Then there's a VIP ticket that starts at 400 it gets you access to guys clubhouse they have their own food and beverage selections up there that are included in that ticket price plus it says you get shade okay that's good (laughs) and you get uh seats that give you great viewing to the stage where dustin lynch and diplo are performing oh my gosh that is a party we were looking at the uh the kind of the trailer video from last year in arizona it looked fun and there what remember last week i said in the 80 for brady movie they did a chicken wing contest with guy fietti well there was chicken wing uh, eating in the trailer so it does happen. It's a real thing. And you said, mm, that looks so good. Oh, yeah, I go for some chicken wings, man. I love a good chicken wing. So, um, yeah, it's going to be great. Um, it's down to four teams as the podcast drops. Um, we don't know who's going to be in the Super Bowl, but what a game in Buffalo, right? With uh, oh my Travis Kelsey's brother there, shirtless in the freezing weather, drinking a beer, Taylor Swift up there. I mean, what a fun what a fun game that was. I don't care what anyone says about they're annoyed with too many shots of Taylor and the Kelsey. It's fun. Just and have listen, fun with it. The fans at the stadiums where the, the Chiefs are playing are loving it. They are eating it up. Yeah. And stop bl- and I say like stop blaming Taylor. Like she's not doing the shots. She's not back there <laughs> punching up the, the camera. No, she's not. They're shooting like she has nothing to do with it. And here's another thing. If she didn't go. If she didn't go, oh, what would everyone be saying? There would be a whole brouhaha. Oh, she she's not supporting go. her man. Yeah, she's too big. He comes to her shows. How rude. Oh, is it too cold for her in Buffalo? Yeah. She's pampered and can only go to warm weather games. <laughs> it's so true, though. In a world, uh, we are a world full of complainers. And that is exactly what would happen. It exactly. Would. It would. So no one, a- there would be no headlines out there that said, Good on Taylor Swift for watching this game at home in her living room. Yeah, and and not taking the attention away from. But you know what? Who doesn't love a good love story? Whether it's a PR I stunt like or whatever, together. I like it. And apparently <gasps> Travis is planning a good Valentine's Day for them together. Yeah, I, I know. It should be good. And I'm hoping for a, a Taylor-Travis wedding because the uh, what, what's the brother's name? Why am I blanking? Jason. Jason. He's going to be a blast oh, he, once he gets I a mean, few drinks in him at the reception. Could you imagine <laughs> his um, best man speech? Mm-hmm. That would be something for the record books. Yeah, and I didn't realize he just met Taylor for the first time that day at the game. Oh, really? Yeah, he was talking on his podcast today saying his wife told him to be on his best behavior, behavior <laughs> that day because they were meeting Taylor. And he started by doing shots <laughs> out of a bowling ball at he, the tailgate. Yeah, he said, I don't care. My shirt's coming off. I'm with my homies, the Bills Mafia. Oh, and that's like, funny. I know. I like them a lot. They're a lot of fun. But, you know, hey, listen, it all comes down to when it comes to the Super Bowl, who is good and who is not in and, and, and the Kansas city is definitely a good team yeah yeah it'll be interesting we'll we'll know next weekend uh or by the end of this weekend who's gonna be uh who the matchup is gonna be i know it should be good i'm looking forward to it um and i'm glad that it's getting warmer for i want it to be in the 60s when folks are here for the game that would be just because perfect yeah we in in sunny i want them to experience you know a vegas winter how it should be how it normally is because we've we've had an off week you know where we've had rain and and cold. clouds and cold, and that is pretty rare. 
It is. But but this time of year is is when it happens. So all right, that is a podcast. Yeah, thank you to our sponsor, uh, the Vegas Near Me app, available on the Apple App Store and Google Play. Yeah, download that if you're coming into town for the Super Bowl. It'll be really helpful, and it's free. And you don't have to put your email in or anything. You know, it's easy. You like easy. We will be back with episode 204 next week. Thanks for joining us. How do I buy tickets for that show? Where is the closest restaurant with a view? My kids are with me. Is there an age restriction for that attraction? These are just some of the questions that the new Vegas Near Me app will answer for you. Vegas Near Me quite literally takes the guesswork out of planning your next Las Vegas trip. It is so helpful. With constantly updated information, business hours, menus, ticket prices, parking costs, Vegas Near Me is a one-stop shop. It really is. And here's the deal. It's free and you don't have to sign up, become a member. It is simple. Download Vegas Near Me today from the Apple App Store or from Google Play. If it's fun to do or see, it's on Vegas Near Me.